guys, welcome back. It's me, Kimberly. Today I wanna talk to you about presenting successfully. So I know that presenting can be really overwhelming and this can be presenting in your corporate job, it can be presenting in your online business. I'm gonna focus predominantly for the online businesses, but this really applies to anyone at any time. Um, But for those of you that are really trying to get comfortable, I you know, presenting your content. I know that this has come up in a couple of the Facebook groups that I'm a part of. And so I really wanted to address this and and give you some of my best tips on presenting because it's something I've, you know, come to get very, very comfortable in doing. And so first of all, I want to say that many people are very intimidated to present and, you know, it's a lot of voices in your head getting like, um, caught up and thinking about what are they thinking about me and being nervous and all of that. So I, I understand that. And so I want to kind of coach you through how to put yourself in a different frame of mind when you're presenting so that it's natural. Now we've all gone through presentations where we've just been super nervous and sometimes you get so worked up that it's really hard to get out of that. So if that's happened to you, it's natural, it's normal it's okay. It doesn't mean that you're a bad presenter forever and ever and ever and ever. But I will say, if you're going to get into this online business space, you're going to have to learn to present and you're going to have to be able to sell yourself and your product and really just connect with people in a way that probably, you know, is different than you're used to. And maybe it makes you uncomfortable. And so that's okay. And I think we just need to practice and we need to get some tools under our, our belt so that we can kind of, you know, get better and better as we're doing more reps. So I think... You know, one of the things to do as far as presenting before we even get into where you're going to present, meaning Facebook Live or Instagram or webinar or whatever, putting all of that aside, I think where to start with this is focusing on who you're speaking to and what are you helping them out with. And I think if you really just start with that rather than, oh no, I have to put together a presentation, you know, that's a different frame of mind right there. So I would just say, you know, if you are trying to help somebody solve a you know, specific problem or overcome a challenge in your business, then I would sit down and actually write out like who you're speaking to and then talk to them, like have the conversation basically on paper. And I personally am a huge fan of doing bullet points. So before I start a presentation, um, I will bullet point out what I want to cover. And the reason is because, you know, I, I think it's easy to get sidetracked or distracted or even nervous. And it just kind of helps you to stay on track and make sure you don't miss any key points because once the lights are on, you know, maybe it's just, you know, something might, you might gloss over something and you forget. And so the very few times I've had to like actually spell out word, like verbatim, like word by word, what I'm saying is only, I only do that in very rare instances when I'm covering something highly, highly technical. So for example, um, inside of my reset button bootcamp, I was going through some of the neuroscience, um, and explaining how, um, you know, our brain elasticity works like neuroplasticity works. Now I'm not a doctor and I'm not a scientist, so I did not want to misstate 
you know, cause my understanding, I can summarize it. Right. But if I'm really trying to teach it and, and really let people get educated on this topic, um, you know, for the, that one little snippet where it's very specific and technical, uh, in biology and science, you know, that's not my area of expertise, that part of it. And so I, what I did was I did write it out verbatim of exactly how this all works in your brain. And before I dove into that, I simply explained it to my listeners and my audience that I'm going to read this to you because it's very technical. I've done a lot of research and this is directly out of the research, uh, from these scientists. And since I'm not a scientist, I want to make sure that I'm giving you the accurate information. So I'm going to read through this with you guys, and then we're going to talk about it. So I let them know that it was coming so that they weren't like, why is she all of a sudden reading? This is so awkward. Like we know you're reading, you know, like, so if you get into a situation where something is super technical, or very involved and you just don't want to forget, like forget it, then I would say, you know, do it for a short period of time, like a paragraph or two and give your audience the heads up that that's what's coming so that it dispels any distraction as a listener, because you guys know what that's like. If somebody all of a sudden is talking and then they start reading, you're like, wait, is she reading now? It's like really weird. And so that is what, that's how I handle those situations. But for 99% of the time, I like to start with the problem. Who am I talking to? What's the problem I'm helping them with? And just really like let my education, like let my knowledge on the subject, like come out of me and doing it in like a very, um, non-stressful environment. So I do this by myself when I have time to think through what it is I want to be saying. And I just bullet point it out and you know, you can bold certain things and whatever, but I think that like starting with the good content in a way that is very like consumable for you is super, super helpful. So that is one big thing. Um, you know, the other thing I would say is when you're doing that, you could really benefit from having a second screen. Now this is a good, like kind of insider's tip, right? So if you have a second screen, you can present one screen, which is yourself, say the video of you talking, and then you can have your bullet pointed sheet, say on your Google drive or wherever you house it, you can have it on your second screen so that it's there for reference, but you're not moving your head and you're not looking down constantly. Otherwise you can just take your own notes on paper if that's more comfortable for you, or you can have it on your phone, um, or print it out and hang it somewhere. I just personally think use of a second screen and not sharing that second screen, but sharing only your, the one screen that you want people to see you in is a huge hack, like in this online business that you can do so easily and comfortably. So I definitely would make use of that technology and, um, maybe that's like a long-term kind of goal for you. If you don't have a second screen and it's too expensive, that's fine. But it's just something that we do happen to have and I do use it and it's great. So that is a big one. Um, also if you want to like record something, there's apps like, there's one called big view, big V U. And you can basically put in your script and you can record something and, just use your phone and it has like a teleprompter on it. And so you can write out your script and then it will actually move with your voice in terms of pace, or you can speed it up or slow it down. So if you're doing a recording that way, that is another 
uh, route you can take. And there's many, many apps like that. There's various teleprompter apps. Um, and there's also different cameras you can get. I mean, again, you can get really sophisticated with it, but for starters, I would just start with a very simple outline, um, with focused kind of content that you're very comfortable with. Um, kind of before we move on to the next part of that, I would say, make sure that my, my, next big tip is preparation. So just, I think one of the big things that makes us really nervous when we're going to present is like, if you're not a hundred percent comfortable with the content, I know I've been in situations where I've been forced to present on something that I don't know all that well. And so I'm like, Oh my God, they're going to know. I don't know this very well. And it's going to be so obvious. And like, what if they ask me questions and things like that? So I will say preparation is the way that I handle it the best. I just presented, I think two weeks ago to about 190 people. And you know, that can be really, really nerve wracking, but I just took about 45 minutes to review the content, make sure I was completely comfortable and, you know, try and think about like, if you're, as far as like the questions thing, like try and put yourself in your audience's shoes and anticipate any questions they might have so that one, when the questions come, you know, you knew that they were going to ask, but also perhaps you could add some points of clarity that you wouldn't have really thought of. And so you're answering questions before they come. And so I really recommend that you put yourself you kind of go through your presentation from the lens of someone that's never seen it before and make sure that it's crystal clear and that all of the very big questions are answered and any questions you might have, you can answer in advance of that. And, you know, as far as having questions come up that you don't know how to answer, that's okay. It's okay if you don't know the answer to something. And so when that happens, you can simply say, Hey, that's a great question. I need to research that more and I'll get back to you. Can you send me a note or something like that? People are cool with that. Like you don't have to know every single thing. Like, I think that's another big thing that makes us very nervous is like, what if we don't have all the answers, you know? And I think that's a natural fear. And I just want to give you a tool that you can always say, you know what? That's a great question. I will research that a little bit further. Um, I have someone I can ask that's an expert in that. And I'll get back to you right after this. Would you mind just sending me a quick note or let me write down your name or whatever? So don't be afraid to say, great question. Not sure. I'll get back to you. But make sure you do get back to that person when you say that because you are building your reputation when you're when you're doing this. So, you know, people appreciate if you don't know something, you go take the time to research their question and get back to them like you said you would. It builds trust and they end up really liking you. So I just want to make sure that, you know, Those are some ideas that get you comfortable. The other thing, so here's another big tip. The other tip I have is there was somebody that was saying, I can't get comfortable on these Facebook lives or Instagram lives. I just like, what are your tips, you guys? And people were like giving all these tips about put on your makeup or do your camera this way or this, that, and the other. And I just kind of said, Hey, you know, have you considered just trying to communicate in a different way? way. Maybe, maybe the Facebook or Instagram lives, like if you're uncomfortable, like, have you tried something different? For example, a pre-recorded webinar that you can go back and start over and all of that. Um, or have you tried a podcast? Why not try a podcast? You know? So I guess what I'm saying is I don't think that we have to force 
if we're like really, really uncomfortable in something and you've worked at it and you've tried different tweaks and you're just not comfortable for one reason or another, I, I really encourage you to give yourself the freedom to explore different opportunities, different avenues that you can communicate. Maybe you want to just blog, you know, I mean, I do think that the visual is helpful, but at the same time, like for me, I don't love to do Instagram and Facebook lives for like an hour. And so I love doing my podcasts, but you know, I'll definitely pop on my stories or I'll do reels, or maybe I will do short videos, but for the most part, I feel really comfortable doing podcasts. Like I just like it. It feels very natural. It's enjoyable. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. I just like it. I don't feel like I have that much pressure on me. I can edit it if I want, which I don't usually do too much editing, but I do sometimes, you know, the point is, is like, give yourself some grace and know who you are. And if, if you're not fitting in the one box that you've been trying to fit yourself in, then stop trying that, you know, try another Avenue. It's okay. And again, I would just really encourage you guys as we wrap this just to, you know, remind yourself that you have something of value to offer the world and, you know, having the confidence and being comfortable is so important. Don't let it stop you from doing what it is you want to do. Don't let your self-conscious, you know, thoughts stop you from showing up because you have people and a message that you can be helping and you can't do it if you're getting in your own way. So use these tips. Hopefully they're really helpful. These are my tried and true, really, really simple tips to getting yourself calm before a presentation. Um, I really think that being comfortable with the material, preparing, drafting your notes and finding a way to present that is comfortable to you are like my top tips. And if you start to get anxious before, just, I would say, just like stop and breathe. Like I will literally stop and like breathe and get myself calm and just focus on what you're trying to convey more than anything. Like get out of yourself because I hate to say this, it's really not about you. It's about what you're giving to your audience. So just keep focused on that and on the message rather than your own kind of thoughts on yourself. And it will just flow. It will be so easy and enjoyable. And your audience will love that. They love it. If you're if you're not perfect, like, I mean, on my podcast, I'm not perfect, but you know what? I'm authentic and people like it. They like it. They sense that you're being real with them. And so show up, be your best self, you know, and, and have a good time with it because, you know, life's too short to be afraid to, you know, present and give people the gift that they want from us. So with that, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I really hope that this was helpful and you can find more freebies and downloads in my episode notes. If you want more on this, I will document it out for you and link it here in the episode notes. And again, this has been a blast. Thank you guys so much. Bye-bye. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week.